Hello and welcome to Hootsie TV and this time I'm going to take a look at the latest offering from the Star Wars universe on Disney Plus, Ahsoka. Usually with these series I like to cover each episode at a time. However, owing to the enemy of the podcaster time itself, I decided to wait until this series had finished before I put anything down on audio or video. So, my intention with this approach was that I'd be able to appreciate the series as a whole, rather than flip-flopping on opinions reviewing individual episodes. So, here we are then. The last episode aired a few days ago, and there was one overwhelming feeling that I had. Disappointment. Star Wars, to my mind, should be fun. Sure, we had the downfall of Anakin Skywalker and his slaughter of children, let's not forget. But at its core, it was loud, brash, colourful, and that word again, fun. So when it was announced that Ahsoka Tano would be getting her own live-action series, I was excited. I really enjoyed watching her character arc in the Clone Wars cartoon series and also her sporadic appearances in Star Wars Rebels, the other cartoon series which I also enjoyed and for which Ahsoka is partially a sequel to. But herein lies a problem. Just suppose that you're a casual Star Wars fan or just a, a casual TV viewer full stop. You skipped all the Star Wars cartoons and thought, oh, a new Star Wars series. I think I might watch that. And when you settle down, you're introduced to characters such as Sabine Wren, Ezra Bridger and Admiral Thrawn. And you're thrown to this quest to find two of these characters who have previously disappeared in a completely different series. Do you see where I'm going with this? The viewers expect to have prior knowledge of these characters and where we last saw them. So you haven't watched Rebels or The Clone Wars, well, basically, you're screwed. And this is an issue with all TV and movie content now, it seems. Everything has to be a connected universe. You have to watch, read or listen to all the content just to make head or tail of what is going on. It appears that casual viewers are becoming a thing of the past. But I've watched all the series, so I understood what was going on and what the characters' motivations are. But just who were these characters? Why are they all so dull and lifeless? Why the walk around with faces look like they've just been promised a bar of chocolate and instead were presented with a dog turd? To paraphrase the Joker, why so serious? The cartoon versions of Ahsoka, Sabine Wren and so on were fun to watch. I actually cared more about those versions of the characters than the live action versions who were really just gloomy bags of skin. And the colour palettes were dull as well, everything was muted, especially Sabine Wren's Mandalorian armour. In Rebels, Sabine was basically a graffiti artist who painted over her own armour and weapons and they were all bright and colourful. Not the live action version though, it was muted, a bit like the character and all the others. I don't know why that every single character had to be so po-faced and devoid of emotion. It was an attempt to bring an air of gravitas to proceedings, I'm not sure it worked. But can I blame the actors for any of this? Well, not really, it's the showrunner, Dave Filoni. I once saw him as the future of Star Wars, but now I'm not so sure. He's obviously invested in characters that he has created, so he's going to place them front and centre, and naturally so. But perhaps he's a bit too invested in them, slavishly so, in fact. But in the process of taking it so seriously, from my point of view, he's forgotten what made audiences engage with them in the first place. Or could the blame be laid at the doorstep of Disney? It's their insistence on TV and cinematic universes where all the dots must join up. And is this actually restricting writers and directors? And well, I have a feeling it does. But of course, in recent times, it appears that this has sort of backfired on them. 
Their greed for streaming service dominance has not lived up to their expectations, so content has been withdrawn from Disney Plus and various projects have been cancelled, with Star Wars content, one of their tentpole properties, has also been feeling the pinch. But after spending the last few minutes slagging this off, it's not all doom and gloom. While Rosario Dawson was the star of the series, I felt Ray Stevenson was the best thing in it, as one half of a fallen Jedi mercenary team. His character Balan Skull, he played with a quiet menace, and always seemed disappointed that he had to fight Ahsoka Tano at any point during the series. But when he did fight, he was like a tank who Ahsoka couldn't really get the better of. Now, it really is a shame that we'll never really get to see where this character will end up after Ray Stevenson sadly passed away this year. For one, I don't want to recast him, as I felt his presence is what really made the role. Now, of course, this show being about Jedi, we get more than our fair share of lightsaber action. While the lightsaber fights felt somewhat slower than what we've seen before, it did try to highlight different fighting styles that seemed to be influenced by Japan more than ever before. And one of the other highlights, of course, was Hayden Christensen, who was most welcome again as Anakin Skywalker. I think he's having a bit of a fan renaissance right now, years after they ridiculed his line delivery in the prequels. His scenes with Rosario Dawson were a personal highlight for me, and seeing his younger Anakin with teenager Soka during the Clone Wars was great, and he's still most definitely got the moves with the lightsaber. Now, of course, the one thing that people were most waiting for was the live-action debut of Grand Admiral Thrawn, played once again by Lars Mikkelsen. I want to admit that I had no vested interest in seeing this character. Obviously, if you've seen the Rebel series, Thrawn appeared in that, and I know that he was a big deal for a great many fans. But I've never read Heir to the Empire or any of the Star Wars books, which Disney have decided are not going to be part of their plan. However... While his appearance was very late in the series, I did find that Mickelson brought an eerie stillness to his performance, which I understand fans were very happy with. All I know is I enjoyed his performance and I just wish he'd played a larger part as when he did show up, he didn't really do a lot, if I'm being honest. While David Tent as Huang, I'm quite sure I'll just pronounce that wrong, had some of the best lines of the show, I thought that other actors such as Rosario Dawson and Mary Elizabeth Winstead were very short-changed. I expected Harrison Duller, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, to have a more prominent role, but unfortunately, she was given barely anything to do. Now, while there were plenty of Star Wars Easter eggs scattered throughout, if you like that sort of thing, I was disappointed that we didn't get an old Captain Rex appearance, as was rumoured. But, I suppose, you can't have it all. So where does Ahsoka go from here? With the series ending on a bit of a downer for the heroes and Thrawn's plan coming to fruition, it does appear that Dave Filoni is setting things up for his version of Heir to the Empire. Now whether this will be played out in a second series or Filoni's plan to type the Mandoverse in a big screen adventure instead, well, we, we just wait to find out. However, audience interest in Star Wars has waned in recent years, and while streaming figures are never released, it is rumoured that audience figures for Ahsoka have not been great. But I would like to see this play out to its conclusion, but perhaps the force is not, maybe not so strong with this one. More like it's gone weak at the knees, as this was really eight episodes of setup leading to another series or movie to continue the story that perhaps should have been wrapped up here. Oh, and I apologise for not including any clips from the show in this episode. Um, but to be honest, I was worried about sending you all to sleep and you would miss my pithy insights. Bye for now.